This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. So you're at the table with Barry and Mariana. Both played over the weekend and you'll hear later on from Kermit that Barry was looking up again. I was. Bad news, folks. For all my supporters, I don't know how many there are. <laughs> it's great neck exercises. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, well. Hey, talking about exercising, you know Judge Julie. We were talking about her last week and her little steps that she may do and I was talking about the pedometer. Wonder how many steps she did directing two days over the weekend at the Marlborough Congress. Well, it was online, Mariana, so it was only be up and down the stairs. I know. I wonder if she feels a bit robbed hearing her little step. A bit robbed. Perhaps she does, but she's. I mean, if she wants to get to the fridge, she has to take those steps upstairs. Oh, true. And go and get lunch, or maybe Patrick brought them to her. <laughs> I'm sure she did a great job. We're talking about exercise, we're playing all this online. We're not getting very much, you know. There's that little cartoon that says the only reason why I play bridges to get exercise, and I have to sit east west to do that. I've got something impressive, Barry. What's that? I've got this new press release from New Zealand Bridge. What is it then? Well, they're trying to get some of the money that the government is giving out as part of a COVID recovery. Well, why not? Everyone's getting some. I know. The thing is, for recreational activities. The government is looking for some benefit like physical activity. Could be a challenge. <laughs> well, guess what? New Zealand Bridge are all over it. They've even had Patrick Carter, the bailiff, working on it for months. And he's come up with a whole new set of movements. What, worse than the hell? <laughs> yeah, I know. There won't be any instructions like east-west move to something like nine north-south. But it'll be shouted out like American square dancing instructions. And peers will have to move to the music. Right. So so hesitation movement would be something like take your partner by the hand for a grand promenade with a dosi do at table 12. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool, but well, if you know best. But only American square dancing? No. Crikey no. We're at the forefront of things here in Hamilton. Our own humor gun, you know, he's from. Ireland has already come up with a set of Kelsey dance moves for all of the howl movements that we use at the club. And I hear that Topor and Rotorua are going to come back with Kapahaka variations. How cool is that? Oh, all very good, but only North Island clubs getting involved like that. What about all the Scots traditions down south? Well, I did hear that Otago Club were asked to participate, but they couldn't get a hold of anybody. No sense of fun, eh? What are you all? Irish dancing moves like Barry? Well, I guess if this happens, people will find out. <laughs> I bet you you're more of like a little jiggy jiggy or a, a one, two, three step on the toes person. I think it might be more like a birdie dance. <laughs> that would be fun. But it sounds like fun. Who knows? <laughs> I think it could catch on. I'm more in favour of it because I don't like walking. But I'd more rather go down to the bridge club and do some of that than go for a little walk. But I know, hey, people, I know lots of people are walking and enjoying the beautiful New Zealand scenery. But it sounds like a plan. Have you got any bridge lined up for this weekend, Mariana? 
Yes, I am. I'm playing in the Hamilton Restricted. Of course. Um, what sort of field have they got for that? Have you had a look? Have they got many in it? The last time I looked, I think we had 13 tables, Barry. Have you got an update? 16 tables, Mariana, at the Hamilton Restricted. Oh, that's a nice wee number. Sure, the director will sort out a good movement for that. And maybe they'll do a bit of square dancing. <laughs> Imagine. If you're sitting at home and you're in an office chair, you could do a little swing around. <laughs> you know, last week we were talking about travel. Well, Timaru's after Hamilton for me. I see the Timaru Congress going online. Um, the same day as Tauranga have got their Thames event on, which is a bit disappointing. But once again, these clashes are sort of happening, aren't they? Oh, right. Instead of playing teams, I've decided to play Swiss pairs, which is why I'm heading to Tamaru. Should be good. But they've got teams on the Saturday. Yeah, I know, but I only sort of play once once a weekend. I've got some family stuff that I need to get done. Any interesting I've hands on the weekend? 25 count. Oh, lovely. What did you end up in? I had a singleton ace of spades and I had five diamonds to the ace king queen. So I opened two clubs. And they overcalled two spades. So my partner passed and they bid three spades. We wound up in six diamonds, Mariana. Was it a good contract? Were, the opponents were very annoying in spades. Jenny showed up with a few bits and pieces and six diamonds rolled home. Well done. Get your gumboots on. We're going down to the pond with Kermit. Manamana. 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 Good morning, Kermit. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. I've had a great few days, and one of the highlights was seeing you two in Hamilton for lunch on Thursday for Mariana's birthday. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was great. She did manage to fit in seeing us in between horse shopping on Saturday, of course, playing in the Marlborough teams. We were up the top of the tree with a round to go, but when it got to the end, I looked up, and there it was again, Mariana. Buddy Livingston name had hit the front at the critical moment on the very last board. So well done, Pam. Oh, thank you. Yes, and it did come down to the last board and it was great to be on the right side of things for us. It feels like I've been on the wrong side a few times. So it was good to be on the right side. It was a great wee tournament. Thank you very much to the organisers. We really appreciate the work that goes in. And it's a new experience for some of you online. I did have a thought about the number of boards. Looking at a screen is quite hard on your eyes and things. And I wondered whether if you were in a work environment, whether you would be allowed to stare at a screen for the equivalent of 72 boards, which is not what we played on the weekend, but I have played 72 boards online in one day. And I'm just wondering about whether that's a good idea for your eyes and eye strain and headaches and things. I don't know. Have you guys found that? I work in front of a screen all day anyway, but I have multiple breaks. Customers coming in, staff wanting an opinion on something. So I'm used to the screens. And in fact, sometimes I think these boards just fly past so quickly. Maybe that number's not enough. 60 is probably enough, really. I know there are lots of people that would like to pay more. I guess you're never going to please all the people all the time. Some of them will want more, some of them will want less. Okay, so I've played in a six-person team over the last sort of 12 months a few times, and you get the occasional break, obviously, when you're on the bench, and you end up usually playing about 48 boards in a day with a break here and there. It was really quite enjoyable, and I do wonder whether you actually play better when you only play 48 boards, you think, right, I've only got to get through these 12, and then I'm having a break, 
rather than saying, well, I've got these 12 and then another 12 and then another 12 and then another 12 and then another 12. I know Pam said about staring at screens. So tell me, when you're subbing, you're on the bench, are you looking at a screen still? No way. No, 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 not You're not really. watching well, how your teamies are going. Well, you, uh, you, you can't, <laughs> can't really. I can't do anything about it. The best thing I can do for my team is to come and refresh, I think. You can't watch them live anyway, Ariana. so you might as well wait till you get the call. <laughs> Usually... The finishers first gives you a call <laughs> to yeah. tell you what happened. Well, certainly in our team, I don't know what the others do. I mean, if you can't watch live, not a lot of point, is there? You might as well wait till the end. Crikey, but Pam's got a good reason. You've got to go and get refreshed and come back 100%. And for those listeners who've listened for the last couple of weeks, there was no text exchanged at the end of our match, the match that uh, where Barry and I played each other. It was very close. <laughs> there was no really? thrashing. <laughs> it was three imps, I think, Mariana. Yeah, wow. you couldn't even get yourself to texting her. Actually, I think I did send her a text at the end, but not after that match, I don't think. No, it was all very civilised, wasn't it? <laughs> it, was. it was. Oh, well done. That's really good. Nice result, Pam. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you win some, you lose some. Good, lovely teammates. And that was just a nice day. So once again, thank you to the people that make it all happen. It's really, really appreciated. I do think that they're getting better and better, these online tournaments. There are less glitches. There was a, one or two glitches. We had somebody whose microphone wasn't working or whatever, and, and and there was somebody at the beginning that had connection problems. That was unbeknown to me. I only found out later, so it all seemed to go really smoothly for the players. From where I was sitting, it was great. I do miss the end part. We were all sitting around and having a drink and swapping stories and laughing about the... The good ones and the bad ones. Missed that at the end. It feels like a bit of an anti-climax. The, the screen comes up and you get your placing and then you chat to your teammates. and Yeah, but that's the world. I don't know what you can do about that. That's the world hey, we live in, isn't it? And what about the score-ups that we used to, <laughs> that used to be a lot of fun? We, we don't have those anymore. We just get to the last board and boom, that's how you did. Clubs are getting better at running these tournaments. I guess they're learning from the previous one. And they, I mean, they seem to run seamlessly quite often, but that may not necessarily be what's happening in the background. Yeah. No, just like any event, isn't it? We're very lucky as players. We pay our money and we show up. <laughs> we do our stuff and there's all these people doing this hard work for us. And that goes for our clubs as well. Yeah, I mean, just changing the subject slightly, just digressing a little bit. Club committees have been having quite significant challenges during these times. I'm on our local committee. You are too, Mariana and Barry. You've done lots of work for committees. And we really thank the members who are supportive of the club in these difficult times, because sometimes it might feel a bit hard to play your sub if you're not going to the club very often, but the club still has expenses, doesn't it? We still have rates to pay and power bills and all that kind of thing. Yep. So thank you to, to all of you who are standing by your clubs in this difficult time. Yeah. That's right. You can still see a couple of tournaments on the NZ Bridge tournament listing out there that are still being cancelled. That must be a dilemma for some wanting to do the face-to-face. -face. And I've always looked at the cancellation notice and then to see if they've gone and replaced it with online. And some clubs aren't replacing online. No, well, I thought I might have a spare day this weekend and I was looking through 
for tournaments and I I said oh I can play <laughs> I can play this and then I just assumed they were online for some reason and I went in and they were face to face so <laughs> it was quite funny I, I just assumed they were online but yes. some, some of them are not. I was talking to Liz Fisher who played in the teams with us on Saturday and entries must have closed for the peers or something or other so they couldn't play the peers so Blair tracked down a 5A in Paraparumu so they played in that Liz said oh well it's on the way home <laughs> yeah. what a good comment well it does feel kind of exotic you know this week I'm playing in Marlborough yeah. next week I'm I'm playing in New Plymouth and then perhaps in Chicago I feel very you know worldly and prevalent yeah. well actually don't forget Auckland are hosting also if you want to feel a smidgy of overseas travel they've got the support the Ukraine tournaments happening this Thursday and Friday so maybe yeah, that'll be great bit. won't it is that match points or you do get match points and you get master points if you play Thursday Friday so you've got to play both to get that there's three different right. sections which is really good nice clashes with dog agility this week so I won't be there I'll so say, not even for one night, I'm just playing one night on Friday night. You mm. can. If you want master point, if that's your thing, you've got to play no. both Thursday, Fridays. If you've only I got one I can night, survive without. Yeah, 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 me too. I, I can't play Thursday, but I can certainly play Friday. Actually, I'd yeah, like to all. see you with your dog collar on, Barry. See you jumping over a couple of things. Is it an electric dog collar? Can I hold the zapper thing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> if you... <laughs> If you bark too loudly, doesn't <laughs> the director at my table on Saturday, Judge Julian Pearson. Ah, so, what have you done? Um, I think it was a problem that somebody was having with a connection, and then we had this additional problem, and that is that my partner's name was Jenny, and the other lady's partner's name was Ginny, and we had a bit of confusion setting in. I was trying to explain that Ginny had bid, and no, she hasn't. Yes, she has, and it got a bit messy. <laughs> I think that's when you need that electric frog. <laughs> clearly, Barry. <laughs> oh, now tell me, Barry, what did you think of my mother's recipe? Oh, it was fantastic. I recommend it. Should put it online. It's really good. Oh, too. no, can't give away the family secrets. Well, probably come on, fess up. What's this about? So Pam gave us a gift. You missed out, Mariana. I think I think it was intended for you because she was staying with you, but because she stayed with us, we got the benefit of the what's it called? A station loaf? Yeah, my mother's recipe. Delicious, yeah. isn't it? With a layer of butter. I'll make you one next time, Mariana. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, sorry. Was, only thing is it didn't keep very well, Pam. Didn't it? That <laughs> no, was gone the following day. <laughs> <laughs> you never leave food out when Barry Jones is around because he just scoffs it. Well, I haven't been making it much lately because I can't resist. I like I take it out of the oven and then like two hours later, half of it's gone, and that's that's not very good for the old carbs and sugar, is it? <laughs> I didn't try to resist. I just ate. Next week we've got that special subject of cubids. Oh, Michael's Cuban. Michael's yes. Cuban. Hey, who is this Michael Pearson? And why was it named after them? I've no idea. We better talk to Dr. Google. All right, then. Join us next week at the Lily Pad with Pam Livingston, Bridge Coach. See you. Mana, mana. Coming up next, we're heading off to the courthouse. Director, please.
How can I help? Judge Julie presiding. Well, we're in for a treat today, listeners. Judge Julie is in court and we have Bayless with us. Well, what question have you got for me today? So it's an interesting situation, and I think this might have happened at Mariana's table, actually. Clubs were trumps. It was an online game, and Mariana's partner led the King of Diamonds. Clara called for a diamond from Dummy. Mariana played a diamond, and De Clara then played the Queen of Hearts on the King of Diamonds. So obviously the King of Diamonds won the trick, his clubs were trumps. And then a little bit later on, De Clara claimed for one off, and her partner said, oh, why didn't you rough that King of Diamonds? And De Clara said, I had to follow suit. I said, what do you, what do you mean? You didn't follow suit. You could have, why didn't you trump it? She said, and obviously declared it thought they'd led the King of Hearts. So played the Queen of Hearts on that. Have they got any comeback at all there, Patrick? No, they haven't got any comeback at any sort of game. In New Zealand, we do allow you to retract a card you've played as long as it's really clearly that you misclicked on something and you didn't just lose concentration and forget what was Trump's or forget you had to cash another trick first or do something like that. It's designed for a situation where maybe if spades are trumps and they lead the club you're out of and you throw away the ace of hearts on it because it's next to the two of spades, we allow that sort of misclick, really obvious misclick in the play. But even that one that I've just pointed to, if it was at the table and they led a club and you picked the ace of hearts out of your hand and put it on the table as declarer, then you wouldn't get it back. And in Europe, they follow the same rule for real bridge as they do at the table. So that extreme example, they wouldn't allow you to have that back at real bridge. But in Australia and New Zealand, we're ruling that very, very obvious examples in the play can be changed. So the, the example you had under no form of bridges is a situation where you get some misconception in your mind and you do something wrong, not because you tried to misclick on another card, but you deliberately played a card there's no way that you get that back and under any form of bridge in any place. Is that clear enough for you, Barry? It is. <laughs> I've got one more question, and it's from seeing the weekend. We had called the director to the table. Now, obviously, the director was Judge Julie, and obviously we'd all be quivering at her arrival, as you can imagine. My partner was Jenny, and one of the opponents' name was Ginny. So while I was explaining to her that Ginny had bid something, well, I can't remember what the situation was, Judge Julie thought I was talking about Jenny. It all got very confusing, and I'm just wondering whether whether she needed an undo or something in that situation. What do you think? Oh, well, well, you see, the bailiff is very interested in that, and I'll be recording that situation to tell Julie that the judge obviously made the wrong ruling and she should pay more attention in future. You can imagine what sort of response I'll be getting. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. I want to talk to you about cupids. My question really is, partner opens one diamond, they bid one heart, you bid two hearts. What is that agreeing exactly? Most people would play that as an unassuming cupid, saying that they have a limit raise or better in diamonds. It just says they have 10 plus points and four plus diamonds. They might be right. including a bit of distribution in their 10 points. That's what it shows, a good raise to three diamonds. Whereas if it went a diamond, they overcaught a heart, and your partner jumps to three diamonds, it tends to be more of a preemptive bid with long diamonds just trying to keep the opponents out of the auction if they can, or make it harder for them at least. Okay. It's a bit of a variation on the theme for support with support, Mariana. Oh, right. Yes, yes. I did come across some people that change things because 
I know we talked about cubids, but some people are doing Michael's cubids with a 5-4 now, Barry. Why is that? Is that just to get in the road? Well, it is. It makes it awkward, though, for a partner. If you show 5-5 five, five in two suits when you've actually only got 5-4, it makes it really hard for a partner to judge. If they think, wow, partner's got five of those and I've got five, and they jump to the four level and then find out they only have four. So yep. it's it's sort of a two-edged sword, isn't it? It gets you into the option and maybe makes life difficult, but on the other hand, it makes partner hard for partner to judge just how high to go. And I've got one more question for you, Barry. You know, when you open a, a major and your partner bids two no trumps and you're playing Jacoby. So there's one spade. Past two no trumps, which says they've agreed spades and we're going to game. Good yep. news. Yep. When you've got an Eckhold player and then you've got standard American players, so Eckhold's opening with four and standard American opening with five, when you're playing standard American, do you have to have four to bid Jacoby or could you bid with three? Three card support. Well, you could do it with three, and I think I even played against somebody in the weekend who did it with three, but I think it's probably more accepted that you only do it with four-card support, even with standard. Even though you know you've got a five-three fit, not so great as, as having four of them. Um, so you, you would tend to do whatever else, you know, bid something else and then show a limit raise with only three trumps, or... If you've got some other agreement, you can do something else that shows a limit raise with three, then do that. But you need to be able to differentiate between having three trumps and four trumps because it's quite a big difference having a fourth trump. You know, even if you've got, a, I know you've got an eight card fit, but if you've got a nine, nine card fit, uh, Marty Bergen, who invented Bergen raises, reckoned, I remember reading somewhere, he said that the ninth trump is the most important card in bridge. Believe that if you like, but that's what he thinks about it. So really important to know when partner's got a fourth trump. All right. But again, I guess it comes down to partnership agreement. Of course. Yep. Some people will do it with three and that's probably work out fine for them most of the time. Now I've got a question for you, Mariana. Oh God, here we go. It better not be too hard and I better be able to spell it. Yep. The question is, yep. how's your new bath going? <laughs> Actually, I said to Andrew, hey, when do you think I should wash the car? And he goes, when it's dirty. And I said, okay. And then as, as soon as I said, okay, and he says, and don't forget, you can't take it through a car wash. Oh, that's right. Because my new bath, people, is a convertible. So it's got a cloth top. And he said, I can't take it through the car wash. And then I thought, hmm. And I've got a question for you, Barry. Isn't washing cars a blue job? <laughs> it's certainly not a pink job. I'm pretty sure. I don't wash mine as often as I should. But just anybody who's wondering, the bath we're talking about is Mariana's new car, which is a Fiat. A bath. A, a bath. Fiat, a bath convertible. There you go. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> Well, that's probably all we've got time for this week. There's bound to be some more bridge to report on. Of course, one we can't go without mentioning the Bermuda Bowl, which started last night. So <gasps> New Zealand has only sent a team to the Open. And I couldn't help but notice after round one, they have the standings. It's a round robin, of course, so they play everybody. After round one, who do you think was leading, Mariana? 
It was the Kiwis. They were two VPs ahead of the field in the Bermuda Bowl. So, oh, fantastic. Um, so I guess we can watch that somewhere? Well, they play a match on bridge base, but it doesn't start till nine o'clock at night, so probably past your bedtime. Oh, not tonight. <laughs> not on a Tuesday. You know, Just I don't get kidding. to be so, to all hours of the morning on a Tuesday. The match they played last night was very interesting. It was Australia playing against Norway. So I was watching um, Peter Gill and Sartage Hans playing against Helgamo and Helness. So oh, right. a yep. pretty good match to watch. And the Australians actually came out on top, albeit narrowly, but they had a win over Norway. So that was good. But I couldn't watch the Kiwis. You can sort of watch their progress if you log in. I think front page of NZ Bridge has got a link. To the WBF site and you can click on Bermuda Bowl or if you want to watch the ladies you can watch the Venice Cup if you want to watch the seniors it's uh, the Aussie Trophy and if you want to watch the mix it's the Wuhan Cup and obviously the Australians have got players in all of those divisions New Zealand have only sent an open team this year and so far the, the, you've got to make the top eight by the way to qualify Mariana the top eight go through to the quarterfinals and the New Zealand team is well in the top eight at this stage after day one. Oh, fantastic. Who did we play, Barrett? Uh, the first match was against Argentina. I think the second match was against Hungary. And the third one was against um, China, Hong Kong. And so we had a narrow loss against Hungary, but a huge win against Argentina and another win against China, Hong Kong. Oh, fantastic. Oh, cool. I'm going to have something to look at. A good start for the Kiwis. So let's hope they can make that top eight. Yeah, and just for your other clubs briefly, uh, we've got lessons again this week. We've actually got just over 24 people at Hamilton Bridge Club lessons. So if you'd like to let us know how your club lessons are going, drop us a line, bridgezoneshuffle at gmail.com. And anything else you'd like to laugh about. Maybe Barry needs some other neck exercises. So if you've got some exercises out there that you'd like to share with us that perhaps he could do, don't worry about me. I've got my exercises. I'm going to go hang out with Bailiff and do his American square dancing. <laughs> we'll catch you later. You have a great week. Hey, and don't forget April Fool's Day is coming up on Friday. See you next week. Bye. Are you going to buy me some lunch then, Barry? <laughs>